So I'm going to ask you some very basic questions about your girlfriend. <laughs> okay. Just answer them to the best of your ability, and then you can tell us whether he was right or wrong. Okay. Right? Yeah. Okay. All right. First question: When is your girlfriend's birthday? Um, her birthday is. <laughs> I do know this. <laughs> November. It's in December. What is your girlfriend's middle name? Uh, that's a good question. <laughs> Anne? No, Marie. Not even close. I'm... It's Lynn. Does your wife have any allergies? Unknown. Could potentially have hay fever, we don't know. Uh, penicillin is like actually kind of <laughs> deadly to me, so he should probably know that. What is your girlfriend's Hey! All box owners, welcome to yet another episode of Period Sis. Hope you didn't miss me too much. We were gone, but we're back again. And this time, we are back with dinglings, y'all. Yes, this episode, we have two men joining us. We are joined with the owners, founders, the creators of The Last Couple Standing Game, which is a game that you guys saw in your fourth box for all of you box owners who are able to get your hands on that. As you know, there is also a promo code, so if you were not able to get it, make sure you go on over to the website in the description of this episode and get $5 off of your purchase using promo code BOXOWNER. Guys, this isn't a tale of womanhood. This is a tale of manhood, I guess. Anyways, let's get right into it. Guys, today we are joined with Omar and Aaron. Hi, guys. Thank you guys for joining What's up, us Mandy? here. Yeah, what's, what's going on? Mandy? What's up? What's going How on? How you doing? So, ladies, before you're like, whoa, this is period, sis. Why am I hearing testosterone through my headphones? <laughs> it is literally... Because not only were these box partners, but I think it's important, no matter your gender, no matter your sexuality, the largest importance of, I guess, relationships is communication. And so before we get into what this game really brings forward to you, your health, your partnership, we are going to talk about Omar and Aaron's journey with communicating with women. And let's see <laughs> if they're doing a good job or not. Um, okay. So let's start with you, Omar. Um, right. I would love to know how long you've been with your partner. Um, and if you can go through maybe your journey with really opening up and communing, communicating with her. Um, we've been together since 99. And we got married in 2014. Uh, communication sucked for like. <laughs> The whole time, and it still sucks. <laughs> Can I, okay, so so ninety nine got married in twenty fourteen. We're in right. twenty twenty one. So yeah. I'll be honest, I was eight years old in ninety nine. So the fact <laughs> the fact that you were married uh, or or got together in ninety nine, I want to ask you why do you feel the communication was so poor early on and even still now uh, a struggle. Um, don't mistake poor communication for a bad relationship. I'm okay. just saying the wires get crossed a lot in my particular relationship. We're both Sagittarius's. We, 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 we were born a day apart. So I was born on the 18th of December. She was born on the 19th of December. And, um... Hey, hey, hey. 
Don't blame your toxicity on the stars and <laughs> no, the moon. No, wait, <laughs> hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm not doing that. Okay. I'm just saying, uh, maybe I am saying that. We yep. see the world differently. We Got see the you. world a lot differently. So, yeah, we have some heated debates. I, it's funny because I, that does seem to be the thing with men and women. Somehow, it doesn't matter if we were born in the same city, same state, same era, same hospital. Um, there are such lines drawn between the way we see the world and the way men see the world. Um, Aaron, could you talk a little bit to your relationship and communication style as well? Well, for me, I think in my relationship, our communication is really, really good. It's just, how do I say it? Not the problem solving. It's like we can respect each other's opinions, but we don't get to the same point at the same time when we need to be there. Like, okay. oh, I respect what you're saying, but I'm going to wait. Or oh, I respect what you're saying, but I'm going to wait to get to where we're trying to get to. So our communication is really, really good. Sometimes I feel like we could possibly over-communicate. Mm. Oh, that's, yep. That is a thing. I think we can over-communicate, and sometimes when you're both trying to get your point across you can miss the other person's point. Could you share with me an example of what over-communication looks like? So, um, again, in last part Several. of standing, there's a lot of different questions and, and things that really get you to open up to your partner or to the crowd of couples, mm -hmm. uh, it's, or so to speak. What I, I want to know an example from a man. What is over-communicating for you, and how could a woman over-communicate? Oh, wow. I think it's... <laughs> oh, you hit, you hit... Okay, now you got me going into my, my relationship bag. Yes. Um, the thing about it is, I think if a person asks for something, they shouldn't have to ask for it so many times because then it's an over-communication. If I'm going to continue to say, hey, I need this, this, and this, and you're not providing it, then there's an over-communication. Mm. I don't want to keep saying what I'm saying over and over again and vice versa for a woman to a man. If a woman's saying, I need this, this, and this, and this, and you're not doing it after several parts of communication, then I'm over-communicating. Now that's when they, uh, what's the, what's the old phrase? The nagging happens. That's when it becomes nagging. It's nagging. crazy because my over-communication, when I think of it, is over-sharing. That's been mm. my, that's actually been something that I tend to do. So I feel like I just over-share when I shouldn't, and it, yeah. And it essentially I see that in ends you. up. I see that in you. you see it in me? You, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it. yeah. Um, it ends up biting me in the ass. I feel like, ironically, maybe I'm too honest sometimes. Mm, and what's right. crazy is on the catch side, most women want more honesty from their partners. Do they I really? Now, see, we're going to get into it. I feel right, like right. men believe that women cannot accept honesty. And so, therefore, you go into something thinking that there has to be a lie or you have to sugarcoat something when in when in reality we want the truth. I think men fear so much in showing up as who they believe their partner wants them to be that they don't okay. that they're not fully honest altogether because they fear losing their partner if they're honest because y'all y'all don't be shit. No, I'm sorry. I think it's the opposite. <laughs> I think it's the opposite. I think that Women want the women want the truth as much as they can handle it. But who? I okay. So with you saying that, 
I do believe there is not a gauge in which you, men, seek to see how much of the truth a woman can handle. They that, literally, the they just feel like, oh, she can't, so I won't give that to her. Right. And I or, think, or that she can, or that she can, but there's a limit into which. And, and Omar, we, we, I talked to him about our, my relationship. He says sometimes I can be too honest. Or like, damn, you said that? I'm like, yeah, I said it. That's how I felt. You didn't have to say that, nigga. But you could have said it a better way. And I think that there's a, 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 a happy medium that every relationship has to find in terms of the quote-unquote truth or oversharing or undersharing. There's a gray space. I think it's, um, there's a little bit of self-preservation, too, when you say a man feels like, you know, the woman can't handle the truth. It may not be that, because I know in my relationship, I, I know my wife can handle the truth. You know what I mean? She's, she's more rugged than I am. <laughs> like she, she a gangster for real now. But I'm thinking about if I give you the truth, what am I going to get back? So if I tell you I don't really like that wig, it looks a little weird on your head, like it's lumpy back there. So, right? <laughs> what am I going to get back? You know what I'm saying? So, and I'm just using a joking situation, but it could be more real. It could be realer things, like, you know what I'm saying? More pertinent things to your relationship. And especially, I know my wife, she she got bite. You know what I mean? If I say something to her, she going to come back. You know what I mean? She's from Harlem. So, if. Oh, oh say yeah, less. Say yeah, less. there you go. There you go. <laughs> so, that I, I think a lot of men, may, maybe it's you can't handle it. Maybe I don't really want to deal with what you about to give me if I tell you the truth. Okay, so were your partners at all involved in creating some of these questions for Last Couple Standing? Did any in particular cause an uproar in your home? Yes. Um, I would love to maybe get into those because, guys, when you get this game, it like literally I've gone through quite a few of the questions, and it really, A, gets you to thinking, but also it's a question that once asked, you really see, is this something you really want your partner to answer? Um, ah, you get you know, into it now. Um, like, one of these is, would you rather be miserable and single or happy in a polygamous relationship? Um, ironically, <laughs> with this one, this is one that I actually have talked about with my friends. Yeah, okay. Um, because the, the, the <laughs> idea of cheating or the idea of non-monogamy or the idea of not one person ever just being with one person for the rest of their lives being a right. realistic thing. The idea is, so would you rather just be miserable single or would you be open to another lifestyle type of conversation? Right. Um, who came up with this question and was this one that you had in your home at all? Aaron. Okay, so yes, I definitely came up with that question, and it definitely caused it some, some some feathers was definitely ruffled, uh, to say the least. And <laughs> you no, don't point at me. I ain't got nothing to do with this question. Hold on, hold on, okay. <laughs> so, hey, so you on your own, I, Jack. I, I, listen, look, you gonna throw me out there? Hey, myself? hey right, the bus right there. Get in. So the... I'm with the alternatives, or at least thinking about exploring it. And the situation wasn't talked about in depth before the question came up, and it just opened a whole can of worms. And it opened a can of worms during when we was doing the test run. 
Movies oh, on yeah, Utah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was there was some tension, and I thought everything was cool. It was tension with me and mine. Right. Is we were just testing. A, can I ask you? Um, clearly, I'm open in talking about uh, non-monogamy, ethical non-monogamy, of course, mm-hmm. or being in the lifestyle as it pertains to um, swinging, open, poly. Mm-hmm. Um, where did you fall on the side of this card? For me, all my face was just like I don't know if you're supposed to answer this. Right, stump. Give me a stump. <laughs> no, hold no, on, man. No, for I, me, I, as I've been going through my adult journey, I just notice and I look at everything. There it is. Take a stump. That's the I one need a right stump. there. Please, I'm out. I just noticed that we have first and foremost. I'm an '80s baby. So, I told Omar, we're the first generation to see major divorces. Right. And my parents, I come from a divorce uh, background. So, looking at the whole scope of how life has been put in these boxes, you need to get married, stay married with this person, till death do us. Sometimes the death is not um, an actual physical death. It'd be a, a relate, uh, emotional death. Mm. And people don't dive into that and say, no, this relationship is dead. Mm. Not physically, emotionally. And I think that too often we're looking for, especially women, y'all, there's a thing uh, called the Disney, what would the Lamar say? It's like a Disney, Disney syndrome, syndrome or something like the princess syndrome, mm-hmm. where y'all have been taught since a young age, I'm looking for Prince Charming to do this, 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 and this. And I'm looking for this one man to complete me. That's not necessarily realistic. Like, mm-hmm. it's not realistic to say one person, especially if you're a multi-faceted person, where you're into art, fashion, business, how can one person satisfy all of those needs? It's damn near impossible. So in my journey, I started to think about, okay, how does that work? How, how, does, how does it look for me? Is it monogamy? Is it polygamy? What is it? And I still ain't figured it out yet. But I'm not going to lie. Uh, ladies. Don't be quiet. Oh, well, Omar, hey. Omar and Aaron have me thinking, and I think maybe I'll do a... Uh, a, a double back-to-back bonus this week where I talk with maybe two or three of my friends and we deep dive into this princess syndrome because mm-hmm. or the Disney syndrome, whatever you said, yeah. it's mm-hmm. so true. And again, me being friends with 80s and 90s babies, we're in a place now where we don't have to necessarily depend on a man the way that former generations did and so yeah the the way we grew up thinking we did have to find that prince charming it does look a little different because some of us want princess charmings now maybe some of us want princess and princesses like there's so many different ways that our minds have opened up to relationships um i i do love this one of the other ones that i saw which guys this is how deep it gets into uh one says if you're doing your partner's laundry and find skid marks in them, do you tell your partner? <laughs> Y'all are both laughing about that. I mean, one of the other ones I really liked, which I'm going to make sure I pull this up uh, when I'm with my friend. I'm going to say he's just my friend. Um, dirty dishes or dirty sheets? Mm. Um, there's a huge conversation with me regarding, uh, the, the dishes. <laughs> she looked back. The dishes that stay in my sink. Um, 
I love those type of uh, questions that are brought about because those uh, actually cause passive aggressiveness. They cause resentment. Um, There are a lot of things regarding as well with us being 80s and 90s babies, finding um, the balance in patriarchy standards and also just the roles in the household. Men can do the dishes too. So if there's dishes, you can do them. Um, taking out the trash is not only a man's job. The woman can do it too. Like, I guess there's a give and go. Yeah, I want to know. <laughs> I, I, I want to know through some of these questions um, if they started from what you guys experienced in your own home, if you had friends send in some, um, if you guys can walk through some of the questions and how they came about into this card deck. I right. would love to know that. Well, that, that, put- particular question right there is a question that that I created and the reason why is because I'm like I've been since like 12 years old like my underwear gotta be clean clean (laughs) so (laughs) so I I thought about like what you know I just went in my head all the situations that I was in you know what I'm saying it was just like at one point in time my wife would do all the uh, laundry you know what I'm saying and she was she she brags to people that I ain't never seen no dude the streaks at Omar's laundry. So that's kind of where that came from. Like okay. The adverse of that, like what would you know what I'm saying? So oh okay, because I did. Yeah. I was gonna ask you because this is period sis. Do you as a man know the difference between skid marks and period stains in women's yes. drawers? Okay. Of course, absolutely. absolutely. Okay. Of course, absolutely. of course, of course, of course. All, to, always, to, always want to check that. <laughs> to further your question, they're like, so we were working on a different project uh, with a, a therapist, a friend of mine. He's a licensed oh. therapist, and this came, this came, the question came from that that project, and we just etched that out and started working on this. The questions came from our personal relationship. Um, our therapist friend was going through a rough, a rough spot in his marriage at the time, so some of those questions <laughs> in there is coming from real. Uh, clinical, cynical space. We had our friends and families, our mothers, yeah. cousins, people just throwing us questions. So this is the the bulk of the greatest questions that we could pick out of what, three or four hundred different questions right, that came through. Right. And we just had a we just had a particular syntax, which is our secret sauce. So we're not gonna say what uh, we're not gonna say what that syntax is. We just had a particular syntax that we threw all the questions that we received up against and was like can we turn this into what we need it to be for the uh, for the game? For the, you know what I'm saying? Okay, <clears throat> so I found this card. I'm holding okay. it right now. Um, this, to me, knowing that this is a group setting game, um, knowing as well that how important communication is, this one says, during sex, I don't like when blank. Now, this actually is something that I could imagine if this is the first time a partner hears in front of mm-hmm. a group could really cause um, some issues. However, I think that this is a very important card and very important means of communication uh, mm-hmm. to have with your partner at all. Um, I think that we go into sex wanting to be pleased and not always knowing what each of our partners like. So the idea of asking or or telling your partner that I actually don't like when you do something. Has there been a time that y'all have seen this card be used and where a partner felt embarrassed or didn't know how to react um, or actually it caused issues? 
Most times, people will use a stump to get out of it. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Okay. Yeah. So, See, that's the thing, Mandy, real quick. Yes. Like, the, the thing about the game is, like, we got these crazy questions in there, but we don't really want to know your answers. If you tell your answers, it's cool because we all here with friends and right. we can all talk, talk about it. Whereas if you was by yourself alone at the crib, it might start an argument. But we're here, so uh, we, okay. we, we're a buffer. We're a buffer for what is usually an argument. But uh, I like in, the sense, in the sense of the game... We don't want the answers. We want you to stomp out. We're going to ask you the most ridiculous questions. So you'd be like, look, Mandy, I'm not answering that. Play the stomp. Because we want to win. We want to okay. be the last couple standing. Yeah. Okay. But, but you can I, get it going. I, I, those I do want to ask then. Pretty much the couple left without stumps wins the game, correct? Yeah, so yes. It, so you do get a prize. You are the winner for being the most honest with your partner. And open and someone who can communicate, whether it be in the privacy of your own home or clearly with a group of friends. Right. Correct. And what I, we notice, I really love that. And what we notice playing this game is it, it, it'll, it's designed to actually bring you closer together. Because on the car ride home, it's like, damn, I didn't know that you felt like that. Or I didn't know that you was thinking like that. Or I didn't know that we had tension in these, in these places. So it's really... It's, it's in a card form, but it's really therapy in a box. Yeah. Honestly, all of these questions are fabulously curated. Um, I love this one. I do want to give a shout out to Ebony K. Williams. Um, yeah. I've had a few conversations with her. And you actually have a question about, would you be mad if you found out you were your partner's second or third choice? Um, I think that's amazing because... In the realm of daddy's girls or mm. or uh, mama's boys, if we're talking to men, mm. you have mm -hmm. mama's boys, you have men that are parents, um, mm. you have men that, aim that may even put their friends before their partners. Um, a lot of women, when they get into relationships, they do want to view themselves as the first. Um, so this could actually create a really good conversation amongst the group, especially because like we talked about earlier with monogamy. Or the Disney Princess Syndrome. Mm -hmm. These cards open up reality to a lot of people. And if you're mad, it makes you second guess. Is that something to truly be mad about? Because I can also put two or three things that maybe come before my partner. And so it's mm. also realizing, am I asking for something that I'm also not giving? Right. The second right. is a, a two part to that question. See, yes. she took it and went a whole different yes, way. Away with it. I'm gonna yeah. tell you what. No, I love what you did. Let me tell okay. you what the, the intent of the question was. Yes. First or second choice, meaning there were two men that I'd rather be with before you. Oh. <laughs> oh. So you could take it definitely different. Right. Like if, if if I found out that my lady had two other men that she really wanted to be with, but for whatever reason, I'm the third choice. How do you feel about that? Okay, first off, guys, y'all will never know. Uh, <laughs> um, there is always a rotation going on before sure. I, I commit to anyone. Um, right. Wow. Right. I, I think that these are super, super, super amazing. So let's get into it. Um, I've opened up to you guys a little bit with Sydney, my partner, 
on how I started Official Box Owner. Um, I am joined right now with two black men. So this is a black-owned business, so you will be supporting a black-owned business. Um, I saw on the website you guys had this idea last year or a year ago, mm -hmm. crowdfunded it, got met your goal, and went full on into it. Could you guys let me know what it's been like to create a company over the last year and i do want to get into also you guys special edition if you guys order the game now uh you'll be getting the quarantine pack so it's an additional set of cards that really deep dive into maybe your mental space and your relationships during quarantine um again let's go back to a year ago talk okay. about this journey that you guys had with creating a card game so so August, we're about to. She's about to turn two years old. Last couple standing turn okay. two years old next month. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So yeah, so we started in August two, 2019, mm -hmm. and we were just building the game, learning about the card game space. We saw that there was an opening for couples, especially black couples, um, to create a game. And then we we're trucking along, and then Shorty comes, aka Rona. She's come through <laughs> and shut everything down. Right. But we're like, okay, we have to continue to push forward. And just see what what happens. So you gotta think we're launching a couples card game in the middle of the pandemic when people don't even want to kick it. Right. So we just was like, we just was ballsy with it. Like, let's just see what happens. We got funded, ten grand in twenty six hours or something like that. Yeah. So we met our wow. goal really quickly, and we just kept pushing. I mean, I think that there was resistance with the game because of the aspect of getting together. But I think that there was enough synergy and enough curiosity around it for people to say, no, we really want to get this game and at least hold it until quarantine is over. Right. So well, we know fun. that Atlanta had no quarantine. <laughs> Basically, um, yeah, we we know that they, there, there were still a lot of spaces where people did feel comfortable uh, being around friends and family. Sure. Uh, maybe not in large settings. So I could still see how this yeah. worked a, a, a bit. Um yeah. But understood. So is that what led to the quarantine pack, Miss Rona? Well, yeah, kind of, sort of, kind of, sort of. Because we, we saw what, what, what Aaron just said that, you know, there may be a resistance with people getting together. Uh, so we threw around the idea of, like, what if we could do, like, a one-on-one -on -one version where couples could just kind of ask themselves the question. And, and we could still get sales. Because ah. it, it was born out of sales. We need to sell this game. You know, so the value proposition became, hey, you get two games in one box. So that's, and, and we named it Quarantine because we was all in the house, in, in the house <laughs> on quarantine. But even after uh, Corona, quarantine, yeah, you, you, like a couple can still, like me and my wife, we just went to the cabins and we was basically quarantined. Wasn't nobody around. It was us in a little box. For a whole 24 hours. You know what I'm saying? So the, the quarantine play still can work. You know what I'm saying? We locked in together for a weekend. You know what I mean? And also to add to it, the, the quarantine deck is also curated with the help of our therapist friend. And those are really, those are questions that really get into the meat and potatoes of your relationships. Yeah, yeah those you know are a little different. Those questions are, are, it's still a game. You still can lose the quarantine. You can still take a stomp and you can still get a stomp and all those things. But those questions are really like to curate the conversation in the house, right. the, the the intimate part of the relationship where it's like, you know, I got some questions. Can I ask ask the questions through the game to where it takes some of the steam off of it? Right. Like, Can I ask both of you what steps 
each of you have taken in becoming a better communicator with each of your partners? You want to go first? Uh, yeah, I can. Um, my, my homeboy said to me a long time ago, he said, it's, it's better to be, to understand before under, being understood. And no, that thing kind of stuck with me. And so now, I've been knowing, he said that to me years ago. But lately, like in the last three years or so, I've been really taking that to heart. And so when my wife, Adele, when she has a complaint or she has some sort of grievance about something, I try to understand it from every angle possible before I be like, nah, that's some bullshit. You just Before you respond. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? So for me, that's, that's what it is. I'm just always trying to understand and just take myself out of it and put myself in her shoes. Like, you know. For me, it's more like just taking the taking the <clears throat> extra time to process. Like, mm. so, sometimes we're quick to uh, have a response or quick to, well, I feel like this. Let me just sit back a second and just let it breathe. You know, because when you feel like you're being attacked, the first thing you want to do is defend. And right. a lot of times, your partner is just really releasing how they actually feel. And it's also not taking things so personal mm. on both sides, like for her and for me. Like, somebody could do something, and yes, you're affected by it, but it's not personal. Mm. That's the thing. Like, anything from cheating to having a conversation to raising your voice. I could be raising my voice at her, but it's not directed towards her. So don't take what I'm saying personal and vice versa. I mean, delivery is definitely um, one of the biggest parts, I believe, in communication, mm -hmm. only because it's something that I've struggled with forever. Mm -hmm. um, and and uh, again, I think that that's something that I've personally been working on as far as communication and business with my partners, with an S, um, just, you know, figuring out a way to get my point across without offending. Um, right. and, and also, again, not taking something personal is very important. I guess before we get out of here, the last thing that I like to leave off with my guests, and again, y'all are the first ones um, <laughs> with Adam's apples here. Uh, um, I want to know um, what advice you have to any person listening who's in a relationship um, if they have something lingering on their mind that they don't know how to say to their partner, um, let's give advice on how to get the courage to tell your partner something that's been bothering mm. you that you don't know how to bring to them. That would be how, uh, and I would love for you guys as men, um, to give how you guys do it and also how maybe you would like your woman counterparts to come to you in a crisis. There is a sneaky way, and then there's a direct way. The sneaky way, for me, is doing things that that person likes to do. So if, if your girl likes to go to botanical gardens, take her there where you can kind of disarm the situation. Where mm. if, if you're bringing it up, it feels like, well, we're out in this nice setting. We're not out in this beautiful situation where the conversation can flow a little different. Because sometimes when you're in your house, y'all both on the defense but when you outside of your house and you kind of got to behave a little bit better the conversation may flow a little bit differently i also think that and it's going to be super duper old school i think that writing an email or a letter or a text and just looking at what you said before you send it 
sitting with it and then sending it can help because now the person, if I say something to you crazy, you can respond immediately. But if your ass got to sit down and read and process then the, 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 the what's coming back is going to be a little bit more thoughtful than First if I just said. You know. y'all hate long-ass paragraph-ass messages. So don't I be lying to the people. I'm you cool like it? With it? I'm cool with it because okay, I know so I, I, it, It's definitely like knowing your president. Okay. I don't like them back. Like if you give me one long-ass text, cool. Let me sit with that. Don't okay. give me long text, long text, 80 bar freestyle, 20 bar freestyle. <laughs> Let me sit with this first and then I can respond. I agree with that. Mommy, I agree with that. My man, Mini Samuels over here. Don't do that. Not Kevin That's, Samuels. It's about Mini Samuels. That is hilarious. Um, um, for, I, I would say that's what ahead. I do. Go ahead, Omar. Your turn. No, I was just going to say, for me, it's it's more of a gussy up. Because like I said, my wife is from Harlem. So I don't know what I'm going to get back. So I got This thing has to be like a battle that I, I have to have on the table. You know what I mean? You know the saying, choose your battles. So for me, I guess I would say that. Choose your battles. Don't just have a laundry list of shit that the person do wrong, and then you just start spitting everything. Yo, yes. this, 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 this. Because now the person will feel attacked. Choose that one thing that you really need to get handled is getting on your nerves to the point where you're thinking about, yo, do I really want to be in this relationship? Right. You know what I mean? Because once you get to that point, now your back is up against the wall. You know what I'm saying? And you're like, all right. If I don't say it now, I'm good. Like you said earlier, I'm gonna resent this person, and I don't want to do that. You know what I'm saying? So, but that also takes maturity. So that's a hard question. It does. It does. I know. Question. I know. But we're adults. We're adults. Yeah. I I want to add to that for the ladies listening. Mm-hmm. Uh, two thing. Two two bits of advice. If you have a grievance, uh, like Omar said, or, or something that's been bothering you, um, my number one thing is to never bring it up in the bedroom. Uh, only because once you're in bed, that's supposed to be your happy space. That's supposed to be where you relax. It's supposed to be where he feels comfortable, at ease, like he's away from the world. And so I don't believe in having any deep, profound conversations that could lead to an argument in the bedroom, Uh, only because that's a space that should be for happiness and exploration and all the nasty, nasty. Uh, so if you start arguing in the bedroom, you'd be like, wait, 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 let's go out here? Yeah, no. Okay, uh, yeah, take it to the living room, take it to the bed, okay. take it outside. But I've literally, like, there's there's been conversations that started to go wrong, and I'd be like, oh, we're not doing this here. Not in the bed. Gotcha. Like, now we got to get up. Like, gotcha. no, not before I go to sleep, not before I lay my head down. I also believe that arguments can go unresolved if it leads into sex afterwards sex could be a buffer to a conversation never ending because now you believe oh it's resolved because we didn't have sex Mm, um and so i think it leaves a lot of wounds open um and it actually doesn't heal anything um another bit of advice as well this is what kind of omar was hinting to if you have a problem with me bring me just that one problem i don't want to hear the one problem Plus the time three months ago you were mad that I never knew you were mad about. Plus the time six months that you didn't complain to all your friends, but you never brought it to me with. So the laundry list becomes not only nagging, but it becomes overwhelming to your partner to feel as though 
they can have an answer to everything because now you're bringing them things in which they didn't know was an issue at all. And also, let me add to that. Stop doing, stop asking people for things that you know they can't do. Mm. Like mm-hmm. sometimes, sometimes we'll be at men and women, you'll ask someone for something that's not in their wheelhouse. It's not something that they can actually achieve either A, because they don't know how to, or you didn't give them the tools to do it, or they just don't have the know-how. You can't, like, you can't come to me and say, I need you to be 6'6". Six, six. Bro, it's not going to pop up. What you want me to do with that? <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't do nothing with that. And, like, and vice versa. But we, 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 as the communication with our partners, we got to know our partners' limits and what they can do and put them in a position to, to perform in a relationship at the highest level that they can perform at. Right. And be okay with it if they can't. Like, all right, well, I love you anyway, and we're just going to keep rolling. I understand it. You know, you're not the type to wear weaves down to your back or the body shape or makeup or whatever your thing is, clean up, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, my issue, y'all know, has been these nails. I, I, <laughs> my, my, uh, my ex, he hated them, which is why now they're back. But I just, <laughs> I still needed to get them done. And he just ended up putting up with them because it was something that made me feel good. Right. Um, right. Also, it's it's also one of those things where, um, and I was just using this example with a homeboy of mine. You can't get with a stripper and then want her to leave the strip club. So when it when it's as it pertains to men, you can't be with a hoe ass nigga and expect him to be the most faithful. Um, I think it's again, just love the hoe ass nigga that you got with and right, right. and and, and accept that. it for him or get with someone that you know can give you the things you need in right. like we discussed earlier monogamy or faithfulness um Facts. because again like you guys said knowing your partner is super important and last couple standing i think really is a game that will help you get to know your partner in ways that maybe you didn't know you needed to know them um Omar, Aaron, thank you guys for joining me here on Period Sis. Thank you guys for being the first men here. And thank you for giving us something else that we can support that is black owned and that literally will trickle down to hopefully helping communication with black love amongst black people and amongst all people. Um, Where can they find your game online. Also, is this something that's going to end up like Uno where we all make our own rules and we got to sit down and be already. like, how do you play? <laughs> already. 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 No one plays, no one plays the game right. Like okay. Nobody. They didn't told us, you don't know what you're doing. We created the game. Right. You can find the game on lastcouplestanding.co. That's lastcouplestanding.co. Um, we are actually expanding really fast. We got expansions coming up mm-hmm. in the next 30 to 60 days. We got a drinking pack coming. We got oh, I need not that safe for, I got you. <laughs> we got a not safe for work pack coming. And we got like another stack of just more questions, more questions. coming in the next uh, 30 to 45 days, actually. So, I uh, really, I really, really like that. Yeah. We, um, we're not Amazon because I know your, your audience is probably accustomed to buying from Amazon. We're not Amazon, but we can get you, if you order today, we can get you your order within three to five days. And we also oh. ship all around the world. The places we don't, like say for instance, uh, China? China? No, no, not China. Um, let's say Kenya. Okay. Say one of your listeners is in Kenya. If they say, hey, I don't see Kenya on the thing, if they hit us up, we can add Kenya right then and there. 
So oh wow, yeah, that is customer let, service, honey. Yeah, right. just 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 let us know that you at you know so in the bottom of some volcano somewhere, and we'll, we'll get, get you last couple stories. <laughs> that is that is amazing, and you know what? For any of my listeners um, listening. Once you hear this episode, uh, even if you don't have the game yet, hopefully we can get it in your hands. I would love to do some Instagram lives with some couples uh, to really see how open they are with their partners. Hopefully I can bring this as well to Patreon. Um, But I absolutely love this. I'm going to try it um, on vacation with homegirls and homeboys just because I think these questions also just open up. So really you getting to know maybe yourself. I think it's important to also maybe know yourself before commitment. Uh, So some of these questions can do that as well. Um, Omar, Aaron, thank you guys so much for joining me. Stay tuned, guys, because as always, I'm going to leave off with some stats and facts as it pertains to communication in relationships and also drop that promo code once again. So, guys, thank you all for listening to yet another episode of Pierces. Again, stay tuned. And, guys, thank you all so much for joining me here. Thank you. Thank you. I really enjoyed that conversation with Aaron and Omar. Again, y'all make sure you guys check out the last couple standing game. Again, if you were not able to get it in box four because you missed out, be sure to go on over to lastcouplestanding.co. That's lastcouplestanding.co. Make sure you go on over again. Use promo code BOXOWNER to get $5 off of your game. It's amazing what communication will do for a relationship. But one of the things that I wanted to bring up more than anything, which was something that I believe Aaron brought up, was the princess syndrome. Now, it's not textbook, and it's probably not even a real diagnosis, but Many young girls do suffer from princess syndrome daily. What princess syndrome is, is a girl who suffers from placing herself in an alternative reality. So basically, she's focusing on the pretty things and putting herself at the center of a universe and obsessing about things like her looks and, of course, marriage. And what happens is it then essentially affects how she develops as a young woman. So it influences things like her self-esteem, her dependence on others, and how she takes care of herself, including how how she feels empowered by others to even live her life. Um, we know that in fairy tales, the or in all of the Dis- Disney princess movies, happiness is oftentimes connected to uh, finding a man and finding a partner. And I've said this on this podcast so many times that there's no way to truly find happiness until you find happiness with yourself. Um, I really did. I, again, I enjoyed this conversation regarding communication with your partners and the idea of knowing that no one is perfect. And it does. It takes, it takes two people to create a partnership, but in that you definitely need to know who you are, what you come with and what you want from your partners. And again, I think that the last couple standing game is an amazing way to break the ice and really get into those serious conversations that a lot of us try to avoid. Um, our first game in the official box owner subscription box. If you have not yet, make sure you go on over to officialboxowner.com. If you use promo code BOXCARE, you can save 15% off of any of our products. 
We have the Balance Box, Bork Acid Suppositories, the Yummy Box, Apple Cider Vinegar Gummies. We have Sheet Orgasms, which is our sexual enhancement supplement. And of course, we have our OBO pouch. So make sure you don't go anywhere without putting all of your feminine hygiene products right in our special OBO pouches. Once again, guys, make sure you rate, subscribe, review. Make sure you check us out as well. Tune in every Monday. We are right here on Periodsis. Thank you guys yet again for tuning in to another episode. Until next time. Bye, guys. Bye.